0: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans.
1: Welcome back to more To It, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then we journey into deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons presented in at ethi- single story. That's right. I'm your host, Marcel Swahili, that dude. What's up, y'all? Today, I want to start off with thanks. Yep. Always going to start off with some gratitude. Look at me. Reviews, subscriptions, five-star ratings, audience. Y'all pumped for the membership program. Y'all in it you know, on YouTube. That dude's dues, that dude's divas, marcellswali.com, projecttransition.org, enough, right? And y'all like, damn, dog, what you up to? Man, all of this is in the mission. All of this is in my heart. All of this is what's up with that dude. And let's start it, man. My heart is full because it's coming to life. Like I am literally going to have a living of helping others, a living of giving. That's my life, right? It's going to be sick too because it's coming together with the charity and everything under its umbrella, which is making me just love life. Because now I'm not serving things I don't desire. I'm not serving things that I can't connect with and serving people that need help now. I'm doing that instead of just talking to y'all and at y'all, with y'all. Man, y'all don't understand. I'll talk more about it later, but, um, it just feels good. It's fulfilling. That's the, the key word is is fulfilling so I can get it in with you guys. Oh, man. Filming a ton. We had a big event last night. Had to go to with the wife. They filming us in the car. They filming us at the event. They filming us everywhere. So y'all going to see me and my wife in fullness. Good Lord. I love her, though. So I hope it comes across. because <laughs> My wife and I are like homies first. Like I, I just designed my relationship with my wife. Like I can't be your husband like in some formal way i gotta be your boy who just married to you and like we just partners for life and we just get it in and tell the real and stuff but i still respect that she is my lady i still respect that she has a different dynamic and she has to go through things differently than me all the way to childbirth all the way to just emotional stress that is handled differently from her than it is for me right so i don't put my plate and dump it on her plate. I just respect what she got on hers. Uh, but I do it in a jovial way, <laughs> in a way of jest, because <laughs> I laugh at everything, man. People be tripping. They be like, no, why are you laughing? I'm like, because it's shit funny. It ain't funny to you. I mean, look, uh, six million ways to die, choose one. The rest of them I'm going to laugh at, damn it, even if I know it's stressful, even if I know it's tough. So I ain't about to die a thousand times, or so I ain't dying twice today. Nah, I ain't dying twice in my life. Six million ways to die. Choose one. So that's how it's going. Um, I am on a mission also to keep my voice through this coaching. Like I got concoctions over here. I got everything from Dayquil. I'm stupid. I got Entertainer Secret. If y'all don't know what that is, Google it. It's basically some high-priced water you spraying down your nose and your throat trying to keep it going. Man, I'm over here pounding the water. Shoot, I'm putting lotion on my lips. <laughs> I'll try to do everything to save my voice. I got problems, y'all. I cannot talk forever. It's The funny thing is, we got a game. So I'm looking at the kids, and I'm like, damn, they always out of position. Or they're seven. And I didn't even play football till I was eight. And when I was eight, I was still out of position. But you give me the ball, I, I get in position. So it's looking at these kids. I'm like, damn, they don't even know which way the ball going. And I blame the parents on this one. I'm looking at these parents like, dog, what do y'all do? Because I only get your kid once a week for one hour and i gotta run plays get them a system get them ready and get them out there y'all don't reinforce this like pay attention like but you know parents i'm the same way sometimes though you get to practice you drop your kid off you on your phone you listen to your podcast you listen to more to it <laughs> you're doing what you got to do as an adult for one hour hey For this hour, Marcellus, Coach Wiley, that is your kid. (laughs) I'm over here in my adult zone, right? So I get it. But I'm like, damn, these kids reinforce that the line of scrimmage is here. Reinforce that the offense goes that direction. Reinforce that the defense goes against the offense. Like, these kids don't get any reinforcement. They just come out there like, oh, Coach played in the pros. Cool. Like, he's going to teach us everything, and he's going to, like, help us. <laughs> like, yeah, but I ain't going to play for you, fool. <laughs> you better go out there and get it, little man. So it's just crazy. So y'all can co- go ahead, dump your kids on me, and then I lose my voice because I'm always overcorrecting. Like, I'm always overcorrecting. I'm like, I don't do like Reggie, though. Reggie be correcting me. like, I said your third finger to the right 45 degrees to ready yourself for the process. <laughs> I'm like, really, damn, it, they ain't going to remember that. But i just be like, look stand right here. Don't move. And I come back. He moved. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. Oh, man. Let's talk about a story that's moving right now. Ex-NBA star Sean Kemp charged with assault in that March shooting. Yep. Got to talk it. Got to talk it. We got it right here. All right. So the prosecutors in Washington State charged Sean Kemp on Friday with first degree assault. They did Mm-hmm. parking lot shooting that he had last month. Y'all remember that, right? The shooting outside the Tacoma Mall and he returned fire in self-defense allegedly after tracking and trying to retrieve a cell phone that had been stolen from him earlier that day. Okay. That was the initial story. Like, everybody was like, oh man, Sean Kemp, man, y'all trying to get a brother. He went over there and got his stuff. Good for him. I was just like, glad he didn't get shot. They said the other kids or the other cats busted at them first. You could tell them from the hood. I said, "Kids, kids shooting." Damn it. Um, yeah, like they shot first supposedly. Well, let's read this statement. That's a little reverse of uh, conversation here. In a written statement sent by a DA, Kemp's legal team said he would plead not guilty. Right, but a, prob- a probable cause statement by the Tacoma police. Said a little different. It says some of his statements were not corroborated by surveillance video. Uh-oh, somebody lying. And that that text message sent just 13 minutes before he arrived at the mall showed his intent. Oh damn. Premeditated. He already knew what was up. Oh, man, let's go. All right, let's talk about it. Documents said Kemp told police that after being shot at, he went back to his own vehicle, parked several spots away to get his own gun but the video oh man they be having this evidence man i feel like i'm in men's society right now you know you're fucked up don't you you know you're messed up what time you dropped a bottle of beer 11 30 you said 10 no, 30 no no i think it was 11 <laughs> let's read through it but the video showed that he was armed with the weapon when he approached ah damn it the park toyota Forerunner where he had tracked his phone and that makes sense like without video evidence he tracks down his stolen phone and he has a gun i ain't saying that he had a gun but we know he has a gun you going to leave the c- the gun in the car and go track down something stolen from you and walk up to the car be like hey 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 thieves how are you um y'all going to give me my stuff back pat oh and then i run to my car and go get my gun and then come back <laughs> Uh when I did the story initially I did the facts first and I was like oh no now listen to it all right so now according to the statement Kemp tracked his phone to the forerunner um that was by the JC Pit- whoa where does he live they still got JC pennies um he parked his own car a poor and several spots away, grabbed the handgun out of the backpack and approached the for running. You know, they got these video cameras and these cameras be having like that FBI technology in them. They like, depending on how much you pay is how much we can zoom in based on incident, right? And I swear that's how I go. The statement said he fired three times into the Toyota and then threw his gun into some bushes. That's what I was kind of suspicious too. When he, mm, you got a gun, you brought a gun up there, but then you leave your gun in the bushes there. Mm-hmm. I know he owned those dispensaries, so maybe he was on that thing because that's this ain't making no sense. Driver of the forerunner appeared to duck one of the shots and eventually drove off. Jesus. These real charges, y'all. Only about five minutes elapsed from when Kemp arrived until the time the forerunner left. And obviously he struck the forerunner front quarter (laughs) panels towards the steering wheel and through the front passenger door. Aye, story's different. mm So a lot of times when a celebrity gets caught up, um, it's interesting because them lying is way different than just like normal people lying. Why? Because we continue to monitor the story and we continue to give updates because of their celebrity largely, right? This was just Joe Blow. You would have took Joe Blow. Oh, Joe Blow gets off and not charged because he was in self-defense after having his phone taken. You're like, oh. Good for Joe Blow, right? You would sit there and have that root and interest and think that. But when it's a celeb, mm, like this was the last month, y'all. And they still on this case, obviously, but to public notice, to the public's attention. So this case is now moved and he got arrested and released. Now, going to get arraigned May 4th and we're going to see what happens. Damn, this don't sound good, y'all. Let me tell you why doesn't sound good because of two things and one you already know which is it ain't adding up sean you all right Mm, it didn't add up before but now they got evidence that doesn't support your words and two ain't nothing worse than lying to the law (laughs) because the law it's almost like they hate their jobs and don't make my job harder that's how they feel like look you tell us so I got to do all that paperwork and all that running around the city and making sure you ain't lying. I got you hook you up dog. <laughs> but if you don't, mm, Oh, I got something for you, bro. I got something for you. So Sean Kemp looks like he, uh, was, uh, drifting off the reservation a little bit with his conversation about what really happened. And, uh, looks like they got their evidence and now something really is, about to happen Sean Kim gonna be in trouble y'all sound like it all right let's get to somebody who is not happy with how things went down my man from the Cleveland Browns beast he helped retire me y'all I'll tell you that later Miles Garrett (laughs) who retired from the Pro Bowl after a toe injury this is crazy but this is real he said he's retired from participating in the Pro Bowl in the future look at that first of all Cocky something that I just can't help. <laughs> that's especially when these twenties be spinning like windmills. <laughs> this sucker said, Oh, um, all the Pro Bowls I'm gonna make, I ain't participating. Damn, you know you're a beast. Oh, that's so good. He like, all right, no, I'm gonna make a few more, but hell no, I ain't playing in them. He said that he suffered a toe injury when he was in the Pro Bowl, and that now it's a rap for him going out there. It happened on the obstacle course in Las Vegas. Uh, at the Pro Bowl's reimagined format. Y'all remember that? When they were like, oh my God, these football players, don't let them play football anymore. They're not even going to try hard to play football. Um, Let's let them play flag and then, you know, like let them be like American Ninja Warriors and and then golf and like swing at people and like roll balls in the water. (laughs) It's a pure mess. That's what it was. And now one of the players, Through that pure mess is actually messed up. So he was mad because he was like, yo, we had to do some run away from the cops obstacle course, jumping over walls and fences. That doesn't make sense to me. And that's how he got hurt. And he said his toe is nagging him. He's hoping by the season it'll be okay, but it's just frustrating. He's frustrated because he's like, why are we doing something like that? Why don't we just, quote-unquote, play with the fans? And that's interesting. I want to know, how can you really make the Pro Bowl better? Seriously, how can we make the Pro Bowl better? Because it's one thing, it's whack the way it is, even though it's going to rate. It's going to get TV rates because it's the NFL. But how do we fix it? And more importantly, how do you fix it? And you need to fix it because guys are now getting hurt. Like, cats are getting tapped out. And I know... A lot of guys don't want to go to Pro Bowl anymore. they just like, dog, it used to be an honor. It's losing this luster. And now you're making these guys look silly, and some of them get hurt. So we got to do something to the Pro Bowl. My fix is not the fix. It's not perfect. But my fix is since I've been in the Pro Bowl, I've been through it, I almost like the whole jog through. Like, I think jog through was better than watching flag. You know Why? Cause Jock Drew looked like football, but just at some like weak practice speed. Flag didn't look like football, like NFL football, and I don't want to watch NFL football look like flag football, right? Because there are degrees of difference, and there is an optical of understanding that what I take my son out at seven and do is not what these guys on the on the field and the pros are doing. And I don't like mixing those messages. I don't like mixing those signals. I just don't. So I'd rather you go half speed looking like it than full speed not looking like it. And they weren't even going full speed not looking like it in flag, right? Flag look. They were trying. They were trying more than certainly tackle. But I like the pads. I like the uniform. I like you looking like you out there. And then just run up to the dude, go, woo, hit him with that. Hit him with the Superman. Oh, like you were going to tackle him and don't tackle him ah uh, i think after we seen flag and we've seen years of two hand touch let's go back to two hand touch y'all tell me in the comments y'all tell me in the reviews if y'all down with that two hand touch you're done with two hand touch yeah you know me why because at least it looks like the product like when nascar when they're going around you know you got the yellow flags are in the beginning like it, whatever it's in the car slow motion in the car still is like okay you're like kind of on your edge of your seat still. Like, mm, still got me there. You still got me holding my breath to some degree. Watching flag, I ain't hold my breath at all. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> These dudes ain't here. This ain't it. So if they were smart, I think they were actually addressed that. Make it at least in cosmetics look like football, even if we know. Ain't nobody trying to play no extra football. All right, let's get to this story, man. Because Mac Jones, who? Mac Jones. Is trying to play football. He's trying to play extra football for the Patriots. But Bill Belichick out there saying he talking, he talking that coach talk, and I'm gonna get it, get it in, and get y'all to it. Belichick has flatly refused on multiple occasions to support Jones as the starter heading into this season. Damn, Mm-mm-mm. that was fast. Though the team has made no move to deal Jones or bring a new quarterback in. Allegedly, it speaks to a bigger and more uncomfortable issue between quarterback and coach which is rooted in last year's performances oh man belichick is good on them uh they seem like they're gonna be forced in this arranged marriage now to have to go through this year even though it doesn't have that type of support and then i was like i'm about to do that story i'm like that's enough enough meat on that bone and then here go bill o'brien saying quote that mac jones has a clean slate and I was like, oh, damn, Mac, you're in trouble now. <laughs> a clean slate is only for people who haven't done anything. A clean slate shouldn't be for a guy who's been there a couple of years. <laughs> now he got a clean slate. Like, uh, uh, let bygones be bygones. I forget the past. Good and bad? No, you don't. Liar. Who forgets everything? Who has a clean slate after you've seen them and, and seen them in experience, seen them actually produce, seen them mess up? Who has a clean slate? Not a single soul. That's part one. Part two is not only does he not have a clean slate, he doesn't want a clean slate. He wants some perks, some privileges, some advantages. He's been there. He's done some good. He wants that credit. And he also doesn't want all the demerits because he's like, yo, this is the ultimate team game. Necessarily don't have the best weapons. And Coach Belichick, you've lost something off your fastball, or at least this offense has. Because, damn it, since Brady left and the reason why Brady left is exactly why I'm struggling right now. Hmm. Scratch your head, Wiley, right? And here comes Bill O'Brien once again, offensive coordinator, trying to tell him, oh, no, don't even trip. You don't need Bill Belichick's support. You don't need him to say you're the starter. Oh, no, you don't need this franchise telling you you're our quarterback. Nah, because you got a clean slate. <laughs> oh, golly. Mm, mm, mm. got to be more careful in life. Man, I wish I was somewhere for two years and somebody walked to me and said I got a clean slate. And I say, can you learn a lie better? <laughs> like, can you give me better, better situations to digest than this? A clean slate. Oh, that's just so painful. I hate when coaches can't be real, but coaches by design can't be real. So what is Mac Jones gonna do this year? He better ball. He better ball art. Boy, you talking about short leash. You talking about them them dogs at the dog park that you see, they'll be like, damn, they owner ain't even wood like, <laughs> <laughs> That's a short leash. <laughs> Those are short leash dogs. And that's Mac Jones right now. As soon as he go out there throw an interception. <laughs> ah. (laughs) Mac Jones in trouble. Ah, I'm on record right now. Mac Jones, with this this type of support, with friends like this, you don't need enemies. And I don't think you're going to finish the season. Not as the Patriots starter. Nope. You ain't got enough leash. You got to be able to have grace and mercy when you play the game of football, especially at quarterback. You got to be able to be afforded misses, afforded issues, afforded problems, because if not, The problem is going to come and damn, the consequences is going to be too grand. Get him out of there. Get him out of here. Coach, be like, (laughs) Coach, why are you tripping? I threw one pick in my fifth game. No, 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 no. You you didn't even read the safety. I'm like, Coach, I didn't read the safety display. It's the fifth game. (laughs) Coach, just be waiting because they hold their breath. When they want to do something, they disguise it, they play it off, and then they just wait to strike like a damn cobra. And Mac Jones, boy, they're going to strike your ass down if you mess up. And the problem is, you're going to mess up. wonder how much leash he really has, because right now it looks ugly. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all know how we finish every show with a Wallyism. I don't disagree with you. I just agree with me. <laughs> yeah, this was a cool one. Somebody hit me, too. I don't disagree with you. I just agree with me. Man, because... How many times you've been in an argument and it seems like y'all on opposite sides and you're like, no, I'm not really against you. I'm just for me. Right. And the cats get mad. I'll be like, dog, wait a minute. Listen, I am not shooting you down. I'm just pumping me up. I think what I'm saying, maybe by hair, maybe by uh, a neck, maybe by just uh, itty bitty is more important or greater than what you're talking about. And in the world where. Everything is excessive or extreme. We just never get to that place. You got to be like this or that. I blame black sheep. This or that. This or that. Who's the black sheep? I blame them. They made us go this or that. Before that, we were nuanced. Before that, we were silver. We were gray. We could ride through the middle. Not a problem. But now, this or that. I hate this or that. I'm a discusser, not a debater, um, because I learn more from there. I learn more from we're integrating our our positions, our opinions. And I just try my damnedest to not disagree with people, even though it will make you long winded, even though it will make you seem like you are not a person of conviction. Um, I think that's our highest vibration when you just like I agree with me. I don't disagree with you. And that just highlights how many different versions of the truth there are and how many different ways there are to the same destination so next time you get caught up in the situation and somebody trying to come at you all sideways just be like dog i don't disagree with you i disagree with me <laughs> they're gonna get caught up they're gonna be like what <laughs> that's gonna do it for more to it check the show notes for all the information on our topic today today if you want to keep the conversation going let's talk find me on all socials at Marcel's Wally. more to it is a production of dan patrick Productions. that dude entertainment and Workhouse Media, the show's executive produced by Dan Patrick. Marcelo Swally, that's me, Paul Anderson, and Nick Panella. I'm Marcel Swally. Thanks for listening. I mean, for real. we building something over here. It's sick. That dudes dudes, that dudes divas, five-star ratings. MarcelloSwally.com, BringsTV.com, ProjectTransition.org. Love, 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 y'all. There's more coming for more it Talk to y'all hella soon.
0: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary... What's really terrifying, and even deadly, is distracted driving.
1: Eyes forward, don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow.
0: iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.